You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. Hold the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, a big shout-out if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. If you're watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream, we got a big-time show for you on a Tuesday. I got my man Chris Bavona, the manimal, on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we... We sweat steam on a Tuesday. You know what we're going to get into, okay? We're going to get into the hot ads at each position before your waiver wire runs probably sometime tomorrow. I'll tell you the guys I like that are getting added on a lot of teams at the running back, at the wide receiver, and at the tight end position. And I got to tell you guys something. At the very end of last night's show, I gave you what I like to call a little Monday night trick. In most settings in season long, those players that are going Monday night are still listed as free agents when everybody else is already on the waiver wire. I always keep the bottom, the last guy on my roster, and I'll drop him and I'll pick him up for some kind of spec ad on the Monday night football game if I have that roster spot, right? Last night I told you you could have done it with Marlon Mack who was only like 30, 35% owned, but you could have also done it with Derrick Henry who was 65% owned. And if you did it with Derrick Henry, I think you have an asset moving forward. I saw DeMarco Murray stretching out that hamstring a lot. I saw what Derrick Henry had breakaway speed at the end of the game. I think Derrick Henry could be an asset moving forward, especially if DeMarco Murray misses any time with that hamstring. We're also going to get it trending here. It is a Tuesday. Not only am I going to give you my hot ads, but I want to hear from you, okay? I want to hear from you about these kind of bad beats you're having. When I heard so many people holler at me on Twitter, the cypher here on this fantasy freestyle is strong. Let me know if you just got beat, maybe by some last-second play, that last-minute touchdown by Derrick Henry where he could have just gone down that also changed some people in Vegas as the Titans then got the cover in the game because of that meaningless touchdown it seems like that's happening a lot on Monday Night Football so I want to see which one of y'all got crushed the most by something like that and just lost or just snuck by I want to get that hit me up at Spittin' Speeds and as you know we always have a poll question up it's who's the big ad for you this week week seven is it a guy like Orleans Darkwa who looked running well against the Denver Broncos on Sunday night, is it any of these Zeke backups? Darren McFadden, Alfred Morris, they're both like 50-55% owned. If we get news on Zeke Elliott, and it could come any minute now or any time all the way through Sunday morning, how are you uh, you know, managing that? Is that your hot waiver pickup? Is it a streaming tight end? Because like I told you, there are tight ends out there. I've been giving you the Austin Safarian Jenkins, the Zach Millers of the world, the George Kittles maybe with C.J. Beathard, or is it someone else? Let me know on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds. When we come back, I'm going to break down the news and notes around the league and I'm going to talk about what I think is going to be a new hashtag we're doing here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hashtag Game of Inches to see who got the baddest beat out there. Check it out. It's coming back on Fantasy Freestyle when we come back. 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, and it looks like the Houston Astros have just taken a lead on the New York Yankees. It looks like they go up 3-0 in the sixth inning, game four of the ALCS in the Bronx. So, you know, I have to update you. I'm not uh, feeling so happy about that, but we'll keep it moving. We'll see what happens. Let's give you some news and notes from around the NFL here on a Tuesday in our nation's capital in Washington. They're saying that they are going to try to get Josh Dotson more involved. This is like the young kid out of TCU. He's been injury prone in the past, okay? But it looks like they're going to try and get him involved. I actually think that this is bad news for Terrell Pryor. Not as bad for Jamison Crowder because he's still more that kind of underneath possession guy. But Dotson is in the mold of Pryor, the big guy who they could target in the red zone. They want to get him more involved. Keep an eye on that if Kirk Cousins targets him a little bit more on Monday night. I'm also getting word that after missing the last couple of weeks, it looks like Wendell Smallwood may come back for the Philadelphia Eagles. He expects to play coming back from a knee injury. I wonder what the impact will be on LeGarrette Blunt. Remember, he's had something of a renaissance and a second chance there. Um, but if Smallwood is back I think he's a viable flex especially in PPR as he was getting some of that Darren Sproles work out of the backfield also no surprise here, but the DRC, the Dominic rogers Cromarty suspension for the New York Giants is over. Seems like they got through it. They are 1-0 and with him suspended, ironically enough. Jameis Winston, they say he won't throw until later on this week. I don't think he's going to play. I think he's going to sit this week. I think it's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Bills for the Bucks. Remember, Golden Tate struggling with the same kind of injury to his AC joint in the shoulder, but he's not a quarterback, and they've already ruled him out for a couple of weeks. So I don't think James is going to go, but they are saying he's not going to throw at least until later on in the week. And i got to let you guys know, uh, Zeke Elliott was here in New York City in the courtroom today. He's looking to file, it sounds like, for a restraining order to try and stay this so he could still be on the field. Remember, I get caught up in all this legal mumbo-jumbo. I actually ultimately think he is going to play uh, moving forward, but we shall see. It looks like this cloud is going to be hovering over Zeke. And then also the hot ads that are Darren McFadden and Alfred Morris all week. All right, let's keep it moving here. It's a Tuesday, and I'm going to tell you who I like as my hot ads at each position. But first, you know, I, I, I'm on Twitter trying to answer your guys' questions all the time, and you hear things like trending Tuesdays. And let me tell you something. First of all, I tell you all the time, guys, I am overjoyed by the likes. You know, remember, if you're on YouTube, hit that thumbs up right now. I'm overjoyed by the follows, by the questions, by the positive reviews. Thanks so much for the love and the props, right? And, but I really believe it's part of the cipher here in the Fantasy Freestyle. And you guys really make the show contributing with the nicknames. I remember contributing also with the trade of Akeem Hunt instead of Kareem Hunt for Leonard Fournette straight up. And let me tell you something. It started when that Kansas City play at the end of the Monday Night Football game. And I asked 
asked you guys to like send me your bad beats that happened, and 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 I was flooded, you know, with dozens of people who really lost by a point or less because of like the Chris Thompson fumble or the Kansas City touchdown, and it happened again. That Derrick Henry touchdown in garbage time at the end, when to be honest, the right play was to just get down and have the clock run out. It changed the point spread. The Titans were able to cover because of that. And I know it hurt some of your matchups today. Like, a lot of people hit me up on Twitter with the hashtag StatsOverBeats, and I love it. If you're going to follow me, hit me up on Twitter with hashtag StatsOverBeats. Let's get that trending. But also... I realize I say we say it all the time in football. It's a game of inches, not the game of thrones, but a hashtag game of inches. So I want what I want now on Tuesdays. Let's see if we can get it trending. Is send me if you think you really got burned by something. Give me a hashtag at Spittin' Speeds. Give me a hashtag game of inches. If you really got burned and you only lost by like less than a point and it was one of these last ridiculous plays like a Derrick Henry touchdown. I had my man at Soko Johnson for example. He was telling me that he went to bed up by only three points with his opponent had Delaney Walker. And in half point PPR apparently Delaney Walker only got like two and a half points and he woke up and won. Hashtag game of inches, right? But I think there's better opportunities. Like let's say you were playing Delaney Walker and you lost by less than a point and it was because of that batted pass because I was playing against Delaney Walker last night and there was a a Mariota pass that got batted up in the air by a lineman and fell right into Delaney Walker's arms. And if you were playing like a half-point PPR and you lost by .6, that would be a perfect hashtag game of inches. So hit me up at Spinning Speeds with your worst tales, and we'll give a big-time shout-out to, uh, you know, I don't want to know the winner, but the biggest loser, shall we say, on tomorrow's show. Hit me up at Spinning Speeds, and here's, here's, the, here's the bar. Okay, because I was, I was talking to my boys in my home league, and here's the bar. My man, I was checking the record book because there was a really close matchup in my league this week. Someone uh, won by .08 points, less than a tenth of a point, two passing yards in 25, points per pa- uh, 25 yards per point in settings. And we were checking to see if that was the closest matchup of all time, and it was not. Okay, it, it was not. It turns out that um, there was like a point oh one, there was a point one or something like that, and I remember it because I was on the I was on the good side of it. My friend told me that he had Tony Romo, and they were he was winning by like it was like he was winning by you know just like point two or something. And at the last series of the game, Tony Romo took two kneel downs. They wound up losing by point one. He wound up losing to me, but that is the bar. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Hashtag Game of Inches. Hit me up on Twitter. At spitting speeds. I'm going to try and do this as a weekly thing on Tuesdays when we're talking about reflecting on what happened now that the matchups are done. If there's any stat corrections out there, I want to see who got burned the most. And we will at least give you a, you know, a little bit of a silver lining by shouting you out on tomorrow's show as we drop stats over beats here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So hit me up on Twitter at spitting speeds, you know, hashtag game of inches, and we can see if we can get that going. And also, as you hit ho- hollering at me, if we get a call, right if we do something here on the show you know here on the cypher on the fantasy freestyle hashtag stats over beats because the cypher here is real strong i really appreciate people chiming in and really being part of the show but as we keep it moving here as we go on to week seven whether it was a hashtag game of inches for you or not i gotta tell you how are you gonna respond okay there's some opportunity on the waiver wire and i know some people are getting ready for their claims for their fab budget so let me tell you what i like let's start off 
Let's start at the running back position. A lot of people, one of the highest guys added right now is Orleans Darqua. He's owned in 12% of leagues right now. And yeah, he runs hard. And people liked what he did against Denver. What was the number one run defense, the number one defense in the NFL? I am not, I repeat, not going to spend my fab budget. I'm not going to spend my waiver priority on Arlene Dwakwa. Yeah, he ran hard. But listen, I'm, he's still behind that offensive line. I'm still fading that Giants offensive line. There's still Will Wayne Gallman in the mix. There's still Paul Perkins who will eventually come back. And like I said, this this team, they're going to throw the ball. I don't care who's at wide out for them. Eli Manning is going to still throw the ball. I think this is a running uh, throwing offense, so I'm not on Orleans Dwakwa. We talk about the Dallas Cowboy running backs. A lot of people, we got a poll question up and a lot a lot of people are asking me on Twitter, what about trading Zeke Elliott? What about Darren McFadden? Listen, I personally believe that Zeke Elliott will be the running back for the Cowboys moving forward this season. If I had to pick one of them, I would favor Darren McFadden over Alfred Morris. I think he's just got a little bit more left in the tank. I think behind that offensive line, which is no longer the best in football, in my opinion, I think Alfred Morris is three yards and a cloud of dust. I think Darren McFadden is the guy if you go that way. But I'm telling you right now, I still think the answer is Ezekiel Elliott. 4% of leagues have Chris Ivory already owned. And I think, listen, if you need a one-week starter, more importantly, if you are a Leonard Fournette owner, I think you need to look at Chris Ivory, mostly because of the way they are running Leonard Fournette into the ground. This is a guy who had leg, foot, ankle injuries in college at LSU, and now they're tweaking him. They've got a bye next week, Jacksonville does. I wouldn't be surprised if they tell Leonard Fournette to chill real quick. They're playing, I believe it is the Cleveland Browns, if they don't think they can get that done with their formula without Leonard Fournette. And in that case, Chris Ivory, who's been running well for them as his handcuff. If you own Fournette, I think you need to scoop up Ivory. I love Derrick Henry at 67% owned. I think that ownership is going to go up. I told you the Monday night football trick. You should have had a speculative ad on him. He's about owned in two-thirds of leagues. So if you're at the bar right now, and a lot of people are at Rock and Riley's here in Midtown Manhattan, studio outside of Studio 34, walking, watching the uh, ALCS right now, you got the uh, Astros still up 3 nothing on the Yanks as that game has moved to the bottom of the six. If you're in that bar right now, one of you is in a uh, league where you can get Derrick Henry. I say do it, all right? I say do it. I like Derrick Henry, especially with DeMarco Murray, looking like he has some tweaked hamstring moving forward. The last running back I'll give you, check to see if Wendell Smallwood is available. He's available in two-thirds of leagues. The Eagles are back at it. He is back at it after that knee injury. I think he was that PPR option. Remember taking that Darren Sproles? And he also got carries. He also got touchdowns on the ground. So it's not all a Garrett Blunt. And I like that Eagles offense, okay? So check to see if Wendell Smallwood is available. I like him as a viable flex play in PPR leagues. When we come back, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you about the wideouts. I'm going to tell you about the tight ends that you could add moving forward for week seven, your fab budget, your waiver priority. And then we're going to open up the phone lines. You know the number. It's 844-843-6879. We'll help you with your fab budget, your waiver wires, as we hashtag drop stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app 
FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. One, two, three, and to the four. You know what it is. Spitting speeds is at the dough. All right, let's get it back here. We are on the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. Hashtag stats over beats. I'm telling you about my hot ads on the waiver wire. I told you which running backs I like. Listen, check out Derrick Henry. He's about 65% owned, but check it out. It's worth it. I like Wendell Smallwood coming back from a knee injury because mostly I like that Eagles offense on Monday night against Washington. And I'm not big on Orleans Darkwa, okay? I don't buy that Giants offensive line, and I still think that the Giants are going to try to win by throwing the ball. We got a couple people out here at Studio 34, Rock and Riley's waving to me. What they're also doing is blocking the TV right now. I'm trying to see the ALCS. The Astros are up on the Yanks 3-0, but that's okay. Uh, You know, this team has heart. We'll see what happens. Um, All right. I also mentioned, listen, Chris Ivory is a legitimate pickup as a handcuff for Leonard Fournette, but I also don't think Fournette's necessarily going to go this week with that ankle injury. Let me tell you about some of the wide receivers, okay? I think the wide receivers in Tennessee are all of a sudden interesting. Eric Decker, he had one good game. He's 45% owned. He's not the guy I'm looking at. I'm looking at the rookie stud who's supposed to be back pretty soon. That's Corey Davis. And Corey Davis is only owned in 22% of leagues. I think you need to go out and get him over Eric Decker if you want a Titans wide receiver. This is the guy that uh, you know everyone thinks has the skill. And if Mariota has to keep on trying to win from the pocket and throwing the ball, standing and delivering, and if DeMarco Murray has that hammy anytime banged up, I think Corey Davis... Davis could be an option in Tennessee. Also, Nelson Aguilar. All right, I've been off Nelson Aguilar for so long. I was I was making fun of Nelson Aguilar at the beginning of the season. He's been putting it in my eye the last couple of weeks, okay? I remember telling you guys, as this Philadelphia offense transitions to become one of these, like, some is greater than their parts, it's Nelson Aguilar that's really doing what a lot of people thought at the beginning of the season Torrey Smith was going to do. Nelson Aguilar has become the poor man's Deshaun Jackson for Philly. He's the one that's getting the big plays. So if you like Will Fuller, you know, and what he can do, and you like Deshaun Jackson and what he can do, then you got to like Nelson Aguilar as well. And I like this Eagles offense. He's only owned in 55% of leagues. I got to tell you this, though. Right now, my number one ad at waiver wires, if you can, he's only 52% owned. It's Sterling Shepard of these New York Giants, who I still say will be a passing offense. Shepard is going to come back sometime pretty soon, and when he does, he will be the number one wide receiver for the Giants. Go on and check. He's only owned in 52% of leagues. That means if you're watching a game at the bar right now with one of your friends, one of you is in a league where you can go out and put a claim on for Sterling Shepard or potentially get him tomorrow after the waiver wire runs. I like that. I know they got a bye this week, but also remember, if Golden Tate is out, think about Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is 55% owned. That's going to be directly tied to Golden Tate's availability, okay? If Golden Tate is out, then I think Marvin Jones can assume that role. 
but otherwise, I would I would fade it. Okay, my top guys are Corey Davis, Nelson Aguilar, and Sterling Shepard. I don't necessarily buy Marvin Jones. A lot of people are looking to add Benny Fowler, thinking that Manny Sanders is banged up for a couple of weeks. I'm not one of them. I would like to see him as the next man up first, because also remember Trevor Simeon is a little banged up with that shoulder as well. And remember, if you're looking for a Tennessee wide receiver, I'm actually going Corey Davis, not Eric Decker at the tight end spot. Let me tell you something. It's pretty much the same guys. I told you about these guys last week. That was one of my shots that I called right in this last week. These tight ends I gave you. Evan Ingram, he's now up to 69% owned. I gave you Austin Safarian Jenkins. He's now up to 63% owned. I gave you even um, Austin Hooper. If Sanu was out, he's now up to 50% owned after his seven-catch performance. I even gave you Zach Miller, who got a touchdown and I think could be doing some things with the new quarterback. But let me give you two other ones. One is coming off their buy is the Cincinnati Bengals. I like Tyler Croft. He's only 10% owned. Over the buy, we got word that Tyler Eifert is, in fact, going to be uh, having back surgery and likely going to miss the rest of the season. I tell you, fantasy is all about opportunity and skill. I don't know if the skill is there, but the opportunity is there for the Cincinnati tight end. I like Tyler Croft to maybe be that next weapon along with A.J. Green in the passing game. You know Andy Dalton likes the tight end. I think Tyler Croft is a viable ad if you're searching at tight end okay and I know a lot of people are searching at tight end because there's been a lot of injuries speaking of tight end injuries one guy that I like you would have to stash him for a little bit but don't forget about Charles Clay I've been high on Charles Clay before but his ownership percentage has gone way down way down to 23 percent if you can handle carrying a second tight end through these buys Charles Clay is going to be back, and he's going to likely be a guy who leads the Bills in targets. You know I've been on them. His ownership has gone down. I'm not saying picking up now because he's probably going to miss the next two, maybe even three games. But if you have a spot where you could stash someone, if that speculative ad that you did on Monday Night Football didn't work and you got another place to go, think about Charles Clay as well. If you're in a position where you could look to the future a little bit, I like Charles Clay. And then let me talk real quick before we get to the phone lines. Let me talk real quick about these quarterbacks. Because we had a change in San Francisco, C.J. Beathard. Like, if you're in a deep, and this is like deep leagues. This is two quarterback leagues. This is super flex leagues. Beathard is only 1% owned, but why? Why do that? Kaiser and Hogan, but why? Why do that? Brett Hundley, on the other hand, he's 2% owned. He has a dynamic set of weapons around him. He doesn't have what C.J. Beathard has around him. He's got Jordy Nelson. He's got Randall Cobb. He's got Devontae Adams. He's got Ty Montgomery. He's got the Black Unicorn. I wouldn't be surprised if they can still be an uh, an average to above average offense with Brett Hundley under center. He's only 2% owned. Listen, it could be worse, and especially if you're an Aaron Rodgers owner. Before everybody's trying to give you offers for pennies on the dollar, take a look and see if you could get Brett Hundley. I'd be very interested to see, at least in this first week, what he can do at home against the New Orleans Saints. I don't think it is a horrible matchup, and I think he's got good talent around him. I think it could be not the worst thing. Let's put it that way. The other quarterback I'll give you, again, if you're in two quarterbacks leagues, if you're in Superflex Leagues, if you need to stash someone, consider 
who I think will be the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings in the second half of the season, and it's Teddy Bridgewater, if you want to know the God's honest truth. All right, here we go. Let's get to the calls here. The number to call, as you know, call me now. It's Mr. Cleo. It's 844-843-6879. We kick it off today on the Fantasy Freestyle hashtag dropping stats over beats. It's Reese in Los Angeles. Reese, you're in L.A. You want to talk about wide receivers on the waiver wire. I told you about some of the ones I like, but let's talk a little bit about your situation moving forward. Hey, you're first up today on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help you? Um, Yeah, I actually have Hawkins on a bye this week. Right. So I'm looking at receiver to plug in. Okay. Um, well, I got Funches on the waivers, and I got Aguilar on the waivers. I also have Pryor and Amendola on my roster. All right, thanks for the call, man. Um, I like both Funches and Aguilar over Terrell Pryor. Listen, if you have Terrell Pryor on your roster, Reese, you know. You know that he has underperformed. We are now halfway through the regular season. I heard my boys Joe Pisapia and Jake Seeley earlier on On Target Fantasy talking about it's time to cut bait on certain people, okay? I would pick up Funches over Terrell Pryor. I would pick up Aguilar over Terrell Pryor. Yes, I think you need to make both of those moves. I understand the name value. You probably invested a draft pick in Terrell Pryor, but I got to tell you, Reese, yes, it is time to cut bait on Terrell Pryor, and I like Funches or Aguilar better than TP3. Let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle Hashtag. Stats over beats. Pete. Pete is in Staten Island. Shaolin. What's going on, man? How can I help you out before waiver wires run tomorrow, Pete? Yeah, we're in a lot of trouble here. Um, if, uh, you know, I called you a couple of weeks back, and uh, if you remember when Mariota went out, I made a big trade and I got Rodgers. I'm like the kiss of death. But at any rate, now I have no quarterback right. at all. Okay, now I'm going to give you a list of who I could pick up here. I got. Blake Bortles, McCown, Trubisky, Beathard, Keenum, Eli, Red Hunley. Uh, need I say more than that? No, no that's I not a great situation, up. Pat. Uh, Pete, that's not the best, Pete. But here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? I'm going to tell you two guys on that list. At two and a half that I think are okay. The first is Case Keenum. Okay, I think Case Keenum is not actually a horrible guy, okay? Especially when we know he's going to be under center for the foreseeable future. Like McKinnon out of the past game there. I like what he's doing with um, Adam Thielen. I don't think he, uh, Case Keenum is horrible. Case Keenum would be somewhere that I would go. The other place that I think you can go, you talked about it, is Brett Hundley. I wouldn't go where there right away, but I want to see what Brett Hundley can do with these weapons. You know what he had as Aaron, as an Aaron Rodgers owner. I, I think it's possible that Hundley could be a mid-level to uh, like number 20 on the quarterback ranks, which to be quite honest is higher than guys like Bortles and McCown. And the last guy I'll say is Eli Manning. I think Eli Manning continues to be a throw, 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 volume throw offense for the New York Giants even without those wide receivers. I think he'll have Evan Ingram at the tight end. I think we'll have Sterling Shepard coming back. My top two guys of that list would be Case Keenum in Minnesota and Eli Manning for the New York football Giants. But the beauty 
you know, your season long, you lose a guy like Aaron Rodgers. You lose a guy like Dalvin Cook. You lose a guy like Odell Beckham. That's not the case in DFS, okay? And in DFS, we are offering right now free entry as a collaboration with DKMS to help fight blood cancer. Go on over to DailyRoto.com. Go on over to RotoExperts.com, and you could enter for free a DFS contest. You ain't got to worry about Aaron Rodgers this week because you know you could find someone else. You're not as, you know, emotionally attached to it. And if you win that, you can go to Week 17 in the finals. And if you win that DFS contest, remember, this is all free. You go, you get two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. But the beauty of it is you can learn how you can save a life. You learn a little bit more about how you could help the fight against blood cancer. You could register to be a blood donor. You could register to be a bone marrow donor. And even if you lose in these DFS contests, you can still save a life. Okay, we're going to get back to the phones when we come back. Holly in Jersey, I see you. Caleb, I see you. Eric, I see you as well. When we come back, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to answer your calls talking about waiver wire ads and the like. We're going to keep it rocking here. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Aaron Judge, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Don't this make up want to jump, jump. You know what it is. We're dropping stats over beats here. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and live on YouTube on our Fantasy Sports Network YouTube stream. Later on in the show, as we close out, I'm going to have my man, the analyst, Chris Ventra, talk about the best kind of uh, questions we have on the YouTube stream as well. I'm getting word, guys, that people in the chat room are trying to start their own fantasy football league from the chat room. That's what it is, man. Our cipher here on the Fantasy Freestyle is strong. I remember telling you guys, um, send to me at Spittin' Speeds your, your like worst beat. If you just lost by less than a point or on some ridiculous play or something that got overturned by replay, hashtag Game of Inches. But we're going to go right back to the phones right now. The number to call is 844-843-6879. We started off with Holly in New Jersey. Holly, I heard you before on On Target Fantasy, and you thought my guys Jake Seeley cut you off, didn't you? Holly, what was going on there? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. I, I didn't realize that I was still on. Oh, the but, mic uh, is always open. That's the first thing you got to learn in the radio and TV business. The mics are always on. How can we help you, Holly? At first, I just got to say thank you so much. Like, you really helped me get that push, that win with uh, that switch out uh, with McKinnon. Yes. And uh, prior. When I put him on the bench and started fuller over him, and it worked out well for me. But um, as always, once again, it's like it, I'm a week, week by week uh, winner here. I'm streaming every week. I hear you. I was uh, one that, the yeah, struggle Aaron is Rodgers, real, Holly. Ma- yeah, it's real. So basically, uh, I am going to drop prior. I want to know about my running backs because I have uh, Melvin Gordon, C.J. Anderson, uh, Duke Johnson, James White, and uh, McKinnon. Okay. I don't know. I don't know 
um, if they're going to carry me uh, on a week-by-week basis. Um, it is people out there on the waiver wire. I just want to just kind of get your opinion Um should I stay put? Yeah, Holly. And rock I would, out with them no problem. I would, uh, and I'm not cutting you off. Don't worry about it. You can get back in it, Holly. I'm going to tell you, first of all, I agree with that advice to drop Terrell Pryor. It's like at some point you got to cut bait, and I think that time is now. He's been struggling for you know, half of your regular fantasy football season. So I would, in fact, cut bait on TP3. I agree with what those guys are saying. As it relates to your running backs, you have some decent running backs. I'd be starting Gordon and McKinnon week in, week out, and I think you have some other. Other talent there as well. I would stay put. Listen, every time we talk about running the waivers, people people like to have itchy trigger fingers. There's also a beautiful thing. You don't have to do it every week. Okay, and I'm even a bigger proponent of this now, Holly, because, listen, as you know, injuries have ravaged everybody this year. So moving up in the waiver priority is not a bad thing. This way, because you're okay right now at running back, Holly, in my opinion. I think you're okay at running back. So I actually think the better course of action is what are you going to do? You're going to pick up an Orleans Darkwa? You're going to pick up a, uh, a Darren McFadden and then find out that Zeke Elliott is still playing? What I would do if I'm in your situation is take a little bit break of tinkering and raise up in that waiver priority so that when you really need it, when someone gets hurt on your team, then you can snatch the replacement that you need. That's the way I would play it, Holly. I would drop Terrell Pryor, but I also think you are okay at running back. But, Holly, feel free to call back at any time. You know you're a friend of the show here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Thanks for the call. How's that sound, though, Holly? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate All right. No problem. Uh, holler back anytime. Let's go to Caleb in Louisiana. We're going down to the bayou for Caleb where they stand up and get crunk in the dome. Hey, Caleb, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can we help? What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, good. Uh, well, not so good after the weekend because I just lost Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. uh, I, I – I just made a trade to get with Russell Wilson, so that came out great. Okay. But uh, I wanted to know if I should uh, pick up a back-end quarterback on the waivers or anything because that's my only quarterback is Russell Wilson. Um, listen, listen, Caleb, Russell's already had his buy. They had their buy already, right? And so, I mean, who are your options out there? I'm fine with having Russell be your only quarterback and starting him week to week. I, I, I don't find any big-time problem with that. I think that's okay. But who are we talking about, and who would you be dropping for him? Tell me some of these quarterbacks. Jared Goff, Carson Palmer, uh, Brett, uh, the new quarterback for Green Bay. Yeah, Brett Hundley. I forgot it. I for, yeah, him. Uh, and that's basically the top priorities right now is them three and right. then who's Andy the, Dalton like, as well. Who, okay, and Dalton as well. Who's the last guy like on your on your bench? Who's your worst like wide out tight end or receiver? Well, my bench is pretty stacked, but uh, I have Terrell Pryor. I yeah. have Sterling Shepard. I have that's the one. I would Alfred drop Morris. Terrell Pryor. I would drop Terrell Pryor. And I would do it for either Goff or Palmer if you're worried about if you're worried about Russell as your only quarterback and you're worried about maybe him going down or you're worried about him being ineffective. I, if you heard me with Holly, the last caller, I think it's time to cut bait on Terrell Pryor. You have listen. You just said it yourself. You say your bench is stacked. If he, if Terrell Pryor's been on your team, you know he's been defecating the mattress on a weekly yeah. <laughs> basis. Okay, so why why like wait for him? Okay, so your insurance policy. I would go. I would go Carson Palmer. 
Palmer, then Jared Goff. And yes, if you're feeling a little, you know, skittish about Russell, I would in fact drop Terrell Pryor for either Palmer or Jared Goff. I hope that helps you, Caleb. And I hope that team stays stacked and you keep doing your thing. Anytime. Welcome back anytime on the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go to Chris. Chris is in Tampa. Chris in Tampa, you are now hashtag dropping stats over beats. How can we help you out as we run rate waiver wire for week seven? Martinez, man. Thanks yes, for yes. having me again on the show, man. Anytime. What's up? Uh, I just want to say thanks also for grinding it out every week. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. I appreciate that, uh, man. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. So I, I need this win this, this week, man. I need this win. I'm looking for the streaming quarterback. Now Watson is on the bench. And, you know, this week on streaming for quarterbacks ain't too pretty. All right. What are so your I'll, options? I'll, what are your options? Roethlisberger, Palmer. Eli, Keenum, Hunley, Simeon, and Golf. All right. And there's some other ones, McCown. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, here's Golf. where I'm going. You know, listen, the only thing, remember, we talked about, the last caller talked about Palmer and Golf as well. The only thing that gives me hesitation about those guys is they're going to London. Weird things happen in London to me. Teams are not on their A game. And here are the two guys I'll, I'll tell you that I think are okay, okay? Um I think Case Keenum is serviceable on a week-to-week kind of basis. They're at Baltimore, so that's not the best matchup. But here's the other one. Give me Big Ben. Give me Big Ben. Everybody was thinking that he's like, oh, does he have it anymore? Does he have the desire? Is he done? All he did was come back and get a win where no one else has all year. I think they're starting to settle down a little bit in Pittsburgh, okay? They've got Cincinnati. I think um, I think Big Ben could be a guy, and you know you at least have Antonio Brown. You know he's going to produce. I think they figured something out with Juju Smith-Schuster over Martavis Bryant, and you're also going to get production with Le'Veon Bell in the past game as well okay so I think I think Big Ben could be an option if you lost Watson and you need to stream I think Big Ben could be a team that and remember they're better at home and they are at home week seven so that's where I would go I'd go Big Ben Roethlisberger if I were you Chris thanks for the call and thanks for the props I am grinding every week man I'm trying to help y'all win your leagues and win that cash but like I said at the top of the show man I, I am overwhelmed by the props and the and the and the follows and the likes, remember, hit that hit that thumbs up button right there. The positive reviews on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Keep them coming. It really helps us out, and I really enjoy that we're building this cipher here as a strong community, helping each other with things like trading Akeem Hunt, convincing someone it's Kareem Hunt for Leonard Fournette straight up. We keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We go to Simon. Simon down there in Atlanta. I love the matchup for Matty Ryan this week. Matty, Matty de Yellow against the Patriots bad pass off pass defense on Sunday night. Simon, you're up next on the fantasy freestyle. How can we help you? Hey, speeds, what's up? Um, just got word that Zeke uh, his uh, restraining order was granted. Uh, Schefter just tweeted. Yeah, I mean that's possible. We're seeing we're seeing a lot of uh, reports coming out right now. I'm on a commercial break. I'm going to investigate a little bit more. But remember, I said the whole time Zeke would still be live. So Simon, that's what you're saying. The injunction is granted. He's now still back and eligible to play, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly um, what I've been saying the whole question, time. Sir. People needed to listen. That's what I'd be saying here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Simon, go ahead. What's your question? Um, I have Ed Dixon right now at tight end, and I was wondering if I should. I'm looking at my uh, waiver options right now, and I've got guys like uh, George Kittle, um, Tyler Croft, and Jack Doyle. Do you like any of those guys over 
Yeah. Uh, Carolina tied in. Edson. Yeah, I do, actually. Thank you very much for the call, and thank you very much for the scoop, Simon, out there. Yes, I like George, both George Kittle and Tyler Croft over Ed Dixon. I don't believe Ed Dixon is a real thing. He had one huge game for Carolina against the uh, Lions, was okay last week. I think it's Funches that gets a lot of that work as they move on. I like Kittle or Croft over... Uh, your boy Ed Dixon. But as you heard him say, and I'm getting confirmation now from my boys downstairs as well, it looks like Zeke is going to play. I told you this before a long time ago. I told you. If you had Darren McFadden, if you had Alfred Morris, you needed to sell them while you could. I told you Zeke Elliott was going to play. I told you not to sell him for pennies on the dollar. I told you. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We are ahead of the curve. Hey, we got time for one. Oh, no, we dropped. So we're all good. We are all good on calls. Thanks to everybody. What we're going to do when we come back, we're going to check in on the poll. We're going to check in on the Yankee game. We're going to get the the best questions from the YouTube stream from my man Chris, the analyst, Ventra. And I also got to tell you. Earlier today, I know how everybody cares about my boy Ted Finn Jr. Earlier today, apparently the Fantasy Sports Network water police came in and changed his water. My boy Ted Finn looking pretty good. Let me know how he looks with the lighting over here on Twitter, uh, on YouTube. Let us know. When we come back, we're going to get a question from Chris, and we're going to check in on the poll. Thanks for all the calls today and the scoop. Zeke is playing. I told you so, guys. Come on. You know what it is. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, Dane Martinez. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle. I am not, I repeat, not going to spend my fat budget on Arlene's Dwakwa. Yeah, he ran hard, but he's still behind that offensive line. I'm still fading that Giants offensive line. There's still Wayne Gallman in the mix. There's still Paul Perkins, who will eventually come back. And like I said, this team, they're going to throw the ball. I don't care who's at wide out for them. Eli Manning is going to still throw the ball. I think this is a running, uh, throwing offense, so I'm not on Arlene's Dwakwa. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, dropping stats over beats here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a lot of buzz on Twitter, but we are going, check this out. It looks like, and, and this is the funniest way, I, you know, what this means to me is how the legal process really doesn't care about your fantasy football team, okay? Because, no, we are now, in fact, getting word that, yes, Zeke Elliott will be able to play. Breaking news, the NFL cannot suspend Zeke until the judge on the case comes back from vacation. Okay? The judge is on vacation, and so they're not going to rule. So until that happens, Zeke can play. Okay, and that's what we're hearing right now. We're also getting, like, my man Matty Modica, Mr. Wall Street over there. He's saying that this could now get pushed back. Zeke might ultimately get suspended, ultimately, when the dust settles. Okay, but this might not happen for now another two or three weeks, thus pushing the cloud firmly into the fantasy playoffs. My position remains the same. I personally do not go out and think that Darren McFadden or Alfred Morris is the guy, okay? Because they're behind what is a decreased offensive line anyway. I think Zeke Elliott is ultimately going to play this week in San Francisco. I think he's going to play for the next couple of weeks. What we're hearing now is that, listen, 
the judge who needed to rule on this officially is on vacation, okay? And that is why the uh, the injunction is on, like, kind of still on hold. And all that being said, when we cut through the mumbo-jumbo of the legalese, it sounds to us like, in fact, because this judge is on vacation, we kick the can down the road, and actually what now stands is that Zeke Elliott will, in fact, be able to play. That's what we're hearing over here on the fantasy sports radio network and i think it's hysterical that it's because the judge is on vacation so this judge's vacation is more important than your fantasy football team that's what it comes down i'm reading it right here from a number of sources it's coming in on twitter a lot of places are reporting it right now we have breaking news here at the end of the show here on the fantasy freestyle it does look like ezekiel elliott will in fact be able to play i'm now seeing it on roto world as well. He has been granted another temporary restraining order by the Southern District of New York and will be allowed to play in week seven. Let me say it again, okay? This is coming on Roto World and a number of places I'm seeing across on my Twitter time feed. I'm going to read it one more time for you. Ezekiel Elliott has been granted another temporary restraining order by the Southern District of New York and will be allowed to play in week seven. This is what I told you guys about. I told you if you had Alfred Morris, if you had Darren McFadden, it was the time to sell high because their stock was never going to be higher. Now we hear that Zeke Elliott will, in fact, be able to play. Here's the thing. This restraining order, it sounds like this is a quote-unquote fill-in judge because the real judge is on vacation for two weeks. Can you believe that? So that means this is going to be pushed back for another two weeks. So that means Zeke could still get suspended. And if we push it back two weeks, that's six games. Yeah, that would be weeks like 10 through 15, right in the heart of your push for the fantasy playoffs. But if you ask me, Speed's the spitting statistician, I don't think this is going to happen. They're going to kick the can down the road. Influence will be applied by the big boss man down there, Jerry's World. And if this ever goes down, it's going to go down in the first four, two, or six games next season, a la Tom Brady. If you're a Zeke Elliott owner, I told you to not sell. If you were an Alfred Morris or a Darren McFadden owner, I told you to sell. I think this is going to continue to go. It looks like, I know it's crazy with the legalese, but it looks like he's at least at this point okay for week seven and okay for week eight. What happens after that is anybody's guess, but we'll be here to talk about it on the fantasy freestyle. I already got some submissions for hashtag game of inches as well. We'll see what the best one is tomorrow. The YouTube questions, I'm sorry, we have to talk Zeke. We'll get you tomorrow. 844-843-6879 with your boy Dane Martinez on the fantasy freestyle. See y'all tomorrow. Peace.